Our special guest joining us this morning on WKZO is Anna Werner, Consumer Investigative National Correspondent for CBS Mornings. And she's been part of an investigation by CBS News and Kaiser Health News about a dental device that was represented as a cure for what ails some people, but it turned out to be anything but. And Anna's joining us to talk more about this topic here with us on WKZO. Anna, good morning. Good morning to you. Thanks so much. This is a, a very uh, disturbing story uh, on on several fronts and maybe a little bit uncomfortable for people to hear, but uh, uh, tell us what the issue is here. Well, this device, uh, they call it an anterior growth guidance appliance, or AGA. Its inventor is a dentist in Tennessee by the name of Dr. Steve Galella, and he came up with the device. You know, a lot of people who have serious health issues like TMJ, which is the jaw joint disorder or sleep apnea, they are told in many cases that to fix those problems, they will need double jaw surgery. But you can imagine that's pretty scary for a lot of people, right? And so if there's any other option you can use, that would be great. Well, this inventor has said we can cure uh, sleep apnea and TMJ by use of this device. It looks kind of like retainer uh, that you'd have on your upper teeth, and it's, and it's fixed in there. The dentist fixes it onto your teeth, and he says that he can expand the jaw and create more space in there and resolve, cure those two conditions and address other problems um, by using this device instead of surgery. Um, The problem is we had eight experts um, look at the cases that he put forward in a court case that he claims prove that his device works. They looked at those cases and told us, uh, no, they don't see any proof, any evidence that this works, and the inventor himself has admitted in court that he's not aware of any clinical trials or peer-reviewed studies that prove the AGA can work in adults, work in adults whose jaws, you know, have stopped growing in, in most adults' cases. So what the patients we spoke to have said really happened to them instead was that they have wound up with damage to their mouths, including uh, pain, loose teeth. We even have a woman who lost four teeth. She had to have four teeth extracted from her top uh, front jaw because uh, they were so loose after the use of the device she alleges in her lawsuit. That's just painful to listen to, Anna, (laughs) to listen to you describe that. Uh, So how many patients uh, were impacted by this? Well, so what we know is the inventor claims that the device has been used on over 10,000 patients. Wow. It's been used by dentists around the country. What we're seeing is a group of people. There are 20-plus people in lawsuits who are saying that they had damage to their mouths, extensive damage in some cases. In some cases, damage that they say is going to require tens of thousands of dollars to remediate, um, that they're going to have to have treatment by specialists. So um, there's another group of uh, people who have had claims uh, that were not filed in court, but through another attorney, this group of attorneys told us that they have settled some cases without ever getting to court with the insurance companies, and they have some other cases that are pending. So it's a group of upwards of 30 people on the whole, um, with 20 people with lawsuits uh, in court pending. And um, it's unclear as to how many other people could have been affected, um, but those are the ones that we know about right now. 
CBS News investigative correspondent Anna Werner's with us this morning on WKZO on the CBS News Kaiser Health News investigation into the side effects of this unproven dental device. So what's next in all of this? Well, so the question is, people are saying, well, you know, where is the FDA in all this? Because the FDA regulates medical devices and dental devices, and manufacturers are required to register or list their devices so the FDA knows that they are out there. So what happened in this case? Well, basically, the manufacturer of this AGA device uh, claimed in court that it was exempt from pre-market review and that uh, it had no record of communicating with the FDA uh, or registering this device, essentially, um, but communicating is the way they put it, uh, before making or selling it. And the inventor um, said that he believes that this is sort of outside the FDA's jurisdiction. However, an expert we interviewed who used to work at the FDA says she doesn't believe that's true, that this should have been registered in her opinion, and that the FDA should be investigating this device because when you make more serious claims, like you can cure diseases, like you can cure sleep apnea, you can cure TMJ, those are um, higher-level claims, and she says the FDA is going to want some proof, some clinical, cl- clinical trials, some peer-reviewed studies that show that your device actually works before they are going to approve it um, for uh, market use, or at least look into it and say, yes, you fall into a certain class of devices. So that's why she's saying, look, if the claims that are being made are that you can cure diseases, then the FDA is going to want to know more, a lot more about that. So the question right now is we're waiting to hear from the FDA. They would not confirm to us whether they are going to investigate. We brought this to them. Um, it seems to us that they, it appears that they knew nothing about this from what we can tell, before we brought it to them. So we're now waiting for next steps to hear what the FDA might be inclined to look into if they want to look into this. And uh, it's a painful wait for those who are affected by this. Yeah, it is. And, you know, for a lot of these people, if you think about it, you know, what's the first thing you see when you meet someone, right? Typically Mm. you say hello and we smile. Yes. And these people are describing they don't, many of them said they try not to smile anymore because it's embarrassing. They're embarrassed by the fact that they feel like they believed in this treatment and now they say, I shouldn't have. And they, some of them even feeling sort of shame and a lot of embarrassment over that fact. And also, um, we've had reports like one woman told us that her teeth have been so loose and painful that, you know, when her boyfriend goes to kiss her, it hurts. It's a painful story to listen to, uh, certainly, and uh, certainly feel for those people who are impacted by that. But the investigation then is continuing? Yes, our reporting is continuing. Um, We're continuing to look into various aspects of this device and continuing issues. And, of course, waiting to hear back uh, from the FDA and any other authorities or uh, people who have heard about it and want some input to, to offer. Well, we look forward to hearing more about this uh, upcoming case. Anna Werner has been our guest, consumer investigative national correspondent for CBS Mornings, who's been uh, working on this investigation, and we thank you for taking time to share it with us this morning. You're so welcome, and thank you for having me. And if I can add, I want to credit our KH and my co-reporter partner over at KHN, who's worked on this with me for months now, uh, our reporter, Brett Kelman. All right, great. Thank you very much, Anna.